Welcome to Blank Meets Blank, where writing is easy and ideas are cheap. Every episode we start with nothing, and in an hour we create a brand new TV show, including the plot of the pilot, show bible, story structure, you name it, all whipped up by my co-writer Jim Scampoli and myself, Jacob Burrows. Last time we combined Westworld with communism, and ended up with a post-apocalyptic world where a robot made unlikely friends with a cryogenically frozen dog that he stumbles across, defrosts, and the two of them go on a journey across the blighted lands. Clearly it was a perfect television show, Jim, so I, I assume there's no reason for us to make another episode of this podcast? You would assume so. You'd assume correctly, except for when you get into these rooms and you start pitching in these, uh, you know, multinational corporations, you start talking about communism. All they're telling me is that communism is out these days. Oh. You know what I'm saying, but have you read the Twitters? Have you seen the college courses? Communism is in, I, I cry. Have you and seen they China? Say, uh, <laughs> they say, uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Communism's out. Bought the script, put it on a shelf, said that they'll make sure it never gets released. So it doesn't matter. On to the next. Fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. It, this is easy anyway. We'll just we'll just make another hit TV show. How, how hard can it be? You know what? Writing is easy. Ideas are cheap. So uh, we're just going to draw two random uh, things from our hats, the Hollywood hat and the crazy hat. Uh, Jim, you've got the Hollywood hat, right? Yes, sir. I got the Hollywood hat right here. It's in a cowboy hat because uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, so yeah, let me go ahead. Let me see. Let me get a good one. I want to get a good one this time. Please, for the love of God, get a good yeah. one. Usually they're bad ones. Yeah. Uh, this one we make the magic good. happen. This one feels pretty good. Hoping for the best. Mm. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> this one here, my friends, is 8 Mile. <laughs> That's right. 8 Mile, the Eminem vehicle slash loosely based. Uh, I mean, I guess I wouldn't call it a biopic. But uh, you, you call know, it Eminem. A, you clearly call it a biopic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bi- biopic. I call them biopics. Yeah, no, they are. That's. I think that's the correct one. I kind of low key love Eight Mile, but then you know, I'm a white boy, so why wouldn't I, right? Uh, Eight Mile's great, but yet again, like everything we pull, it's like oh, yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. But I, I, that's probably the best way to go about these. Yeah, because I feel like when they really pitch a thing, when they're like, oh, okay, you know, hey. Uh, revivals and reboots and sequels are in. What what do we got in our uh like our bag of tricks? And they'll pull some movie that no one in the room's seen, and they're like, "All right, fine, let's yeah. go off of this." So I think you it's know, par for the course. I I'd love to just do something with Eight Mile, and I'm very scared of what we're gonna have to combine it with here, because of course the Crazy Hat just has crazy stuff in it. Let's see what we got. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry about the weird noise there, but we're combining Eight Mile. <laughs> With PepsiCo, the company that owns uh, Pepsi-Cola. Uh, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Makes perfect sense, right? Uh, cool. <laughs> cool. Right. Uh, let's. I'm just going to Google PepsiCo because they own more stuff than, than you'd think, really. I think what yes. I imagined at some point was like... I don't know, like what it when we put PepsiCo in the whole thing, I was imagining that it would be something like, what if PepsiCo hired us to make a version of X that promotes Pepsi or whatever, but we can come at this from whatever angle we want, Jim. Yeah. Well, I kind of like to, I like to do the Hollywood breakdown first before we get into like PepsiCo because, Hmm. I guess with eight mile, 
Do you have to have the freestyle rapping? No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, it could have, but uh, I also like the structure of it. Obviously, someone, uh, any rap film usually will be someone uh, living down on their luck uh, and through their art, you know, through the poetry of the street. And the poetry of the street could be something else. Uh, well, that's what I mean. So, but does it have to be hip hop, would you say? It doesn't have to be. It can be if we wanted to. It's weird because. I kind of agree with that, but then I also I disagree with it a little bit because when you say something like, "Oh, this is Rocky meets PepsiCo," mm-hmm. like, uh, or just, we're just gonna say Pepsi, okay? Um, because I feel like Rocky has transcended just being boxing. It's just the idea of an underdog story because people would have described Eight Mile as Rocky meets freestyle rap, yeah, you know. But I guess maybe we ha- we've had enough time since 8 Mile that it has transcended and it's become the new Rocky? Or am I just arguing against my own point? I'm going to put down rapping. Um, All right. (laughs) It's at least an element. Yeah. Rapping slash freestyle rapping, if possible. Yeah. I also put poetry of the streets and down on their luck coming on up. Um, Well, okay. So at the very least, it's like the streets have to be a part of this. Oh, yeah. Like you can't say 8 Mile meets something and then it takes place on a uh, Topeka farm or something, like a Kansas farm, right? Okay, first or thought. Or could you? Our first thoughts are usually trash, but what I'm imagining, my first thought that, that made me think of this, the combination of the streets, it's about, you know, how you have two kids setting up their soda stands, and it's about yeah, yeah. them selling different sodas, and they go from being, like, on the streets, hustling that raw lemonade and getting up there, uh, slanging the big corporations, but still a rivalry, a, a tense rivalry between these two, much like a, a gang rivalry or a rap battle. Uh, that's well, just the no, I like it because, I mean, we, we, we're definitely in agreement that obviously there's a rivalry slash underdog story here. Um, and yeah, th- there has to at least be, you know, a collision between uh, these characters in some way or some, some force. Now, that leads me to believe, what is the story of Pepsi then? Mm. Well, maybe now we that we're looking to- up... We should- we should look into it probably. Yeah. Uh, cuz it's a as a brand they own a lot of different things. They own Fritos, uh Lay's, Crisps, uh of course Pepsi Max, <laughs> Walkers, Aquafina, Mountain Dew. But Quakers. see but yeah, let, but let's go let's let's get let's let's get into the details. The soft drink Pepsi was developed by Caleb Braddon, a pharmacist and businessman from Duplin County, North Carolina. He coined the name Pepsi Cola in 1898 while marketing the drink from his pharmacy in New Bern, North Carolina. As his drink gained popularity, he founded the company in 1902, registered a patent for his recipe in 1903, incorporated in 1919. All right, I thought I was going to get into some uh, some stuff here, but his uh, years of success leading up to World War One. However, sugar rationing during the war oh. in a volatile sugar market. In the war's aftermath, damaged the company's financial health to such a degree that in 1923 he declared bankruptcy and declared and returned to running pharmacies in North Carolina. I feel like there's some meat there to pull from for sure. Jim, this is I would watch a documentary just on this because I, I would not have thought that Pepsi is uh, as almost as old as Coca-Cola, which I believe was uh, well, I believe I just googled it. It's found <laughs> invented in 1886, of course, in Atlanta, Georgia, the town of hip hop. Um, 
That's why they have the Coca-Cola uh, museum there, which I've been to, which is a very strange experience. It's very much like a Willy Wonka factory where you're just indoctrinated with Coca-Cola and how it's the best thing ever. And you do come out of it thinking that it's the best thing ever. And if you just pay to be brainwashed. It's amazing. and very American. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, that's my first thought. Like, it doesn't have to be maybe uh, lemonade stands, but there's, I don't know. I'm sorry, Pepsi, but you can't talk about Pepsi without talking about Coca-Cola. There's a big no, corporate sure. rivalry at play, and maybe some Absolutely. there's something there in that collision. Uh, well, I'm just trying to see, because then it ended up being bought out by uh, some Wall Street broker and a holding company and just obviously ruined Chemists re- uh, reformulated the Pepsi syrup recipe, uh, used his position as president of the company to replace Coca-Cola with Pepsi-Cola at lofts, shops, and restaurants. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, are we going to go, histo- do we go historic? Do we go historic hip-hop? Oh, that's <laughs> too Hamilton, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a little too the sto- Hamilton. The story of Pepsi and Coca-Cola, but they're rapping. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would watch it, but I don't think anyone else would, Jim. <laughs> it's kind of lower stakes than the whole American Revolution thing, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's all, you're, they're fighting for the future in a lot of ways, because these are things that are, to this day, they're, they're, I mean, they're more household names than Alexander Hamilton. Jim, there's a Wikipedia article uh, called Cola Wars. Um when you go into the rivalry between them, it's actually titled Cola Wars. Um, ah. So this is about their mutually targeted marketing campaigns where they like attack one another, basically. Uh, okay. Well, so then I guess here's a decision then we need to make. Do we want to... Is this a period piece or is this a, a modern tale loosely adapted from the Cola Wars? I, I, I hesitate to say period piece just because I would want to actually like come from an educated point, you know, where we're at, we actually yeah. know about this stuff and we have to make it in an hour and we're not going to have time to make it like historically accurate. I would hate to make an unhistorically well, accurate uh, rap. Just because musical. I say, but just because I say period piece doesn't mean it has to be historically accurate. You know sure. what I mean? Like it, it like. We don't have to go. I mean, I'm going to say Deadwood. I don't even know if it's that historically accurate, but people act like it is. But there's plenty of things that just take place in the early 1900s where, you know, there's not some guy that's like, I lived then and it wasn't quite like that, you know? I would like. But- uh, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I do prefer the freedom of us having our own two soft drinks at battle in today's society, but there's rap somehow. I'm still not sure how we get there, but, you know, yeah. I, I prefer to retain our freedom wherever possible. But the thing is, but he, but here's another big decision then. Are we, I mean, we don't have to have freestyle rapping. We don't have to have rapping. No. Or we don't have to have uh, soda. I guess we kind of have to have soda because Pepsi is very Yeah, specific, I was trying to think, huh? what else can we pull from Pepsi besides rivalry with Coca-Cola and just, you know, soda? Oh, my God. Is this could be, is this the meat of our story here? What? In 1959... The USSR held an exhibition of Soviet technology and culture in New York. The United States reciprocated uh, with an exhibition in Moscow, which led to the famous kitchen debate. One American products exhibited was Pepsi. After obtaining a photo of U.S. President Richard Nixon and Soviet Premier uh, Nikita Khrushchev sipping Pepsi, 
PepsiCo executive Donald Kendall was able to capture the attention of the Soviet people. And he negotiated cola monopoly in the USSR. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. No, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> is that is that anything? No, no, nothing. I mean, honestly, I just keep thinking that it's um, a cartoon with like talking soda cans. That's I, I can't get past that. Jim, I am not opposed talking soda cans. Jim, I, we, we gotta okay. How's how's this? It's a it's a it's a web show commissioned by uh, a soda company, right? And it might even yeah. be a fictional soda company, so we can make up the products, you know. But uh, it's like a web show where we're the writers, and someone they came to us like, "We'll pay you if you write a show where our sodas rap, and it, the kids will love it." And we're like, uh, "Okay, we'll try." Yeah. <laughs> and we have watched Eight Mile, trying to br- get our brains going. Like, I guess we'll do Eight Mile, but with soda cans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking there's something there. I mean, it could even be Pepsi, yeah. but obviously, like, the villain would be Coke, but we wouldn't be able to use Coke, like Coca-Cola, obviously, in the cartoon, but it would be some sort of, uh, you know, obvious, like, uh, analogy for Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like how, you know, Marvel would call DC their distinguished competition or whatever. Um, so some of the characters, can we have like a character that's like Red Bull who f- can fly or something? Like, yeah, can we Red, just pull different... Red, Have we yeah. confirmed Red is Red Bull Pepsi? As long as it's Pepsi, I'm cool with it. No, I meant like if we are just pulling in the same way that Coca-Cola, we have a version of that in the show. Do we have another oh, I drink? See. Red Bull yeah, is a separate oh, totally. company. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, totally. We could do that. Gatorade's under Pepsi. So, I mean, of course, there'll be a Gator. This is great. Captain Crunch. Now, we're kind of getting to what I wanted originally, which is like just okay. personifying the different bits of the brand because Captain Crunch is in there. <laughs> but I feel like also this is, I feel like this isn't quite a kid's cartoon. This is an adult animated show. Okay. Like, because just because I feel like um, uh, parents would be like, ah, you're marketing sugary drinks to our kids. This is unhealthy. I know. And in a way, yeah. but it is like we are, yeah. you know, but. But where pitching is like, well, no, they're cursing and it's, you know, it's on Adult Swim. It's not necessarily for kids, but like we're winking at ourselves in the boardroom because yeah. we then we know like kids are going to watch it. because And that makes it even more like naughty and cool for kids to want to watch yeah. it because it's not like a, you know, a G.I. Joe or some sort of old Saturday morning cartoon. We go a little edgy with it, like a little South Parkish, I feel. And that can kind of fit in. With some of the eight mile hip hop aspects of it, isn't there a, a show like that where they're like talking uh, like fries and stuff, burgers? I forget the name of it. Animated. Well, I mean, there's uh, what's it called? There was that movie, um, uh, Sausage Party, that had like the talking groceries and they were cursing and fucking and stuff like that. I mean, there's Aqua Teen, which had like yeah, the talking meatball, yeah, and that's the, the one I was the thinking talking of, yeah. French fries. But I think this, we're using real brands, and Pepsi's kind of going edgy here. So let me pull up some of the brands we got going. Uh, Of course, we have our hero, Pepsi, going on a hero's journey. Could be a girl hero. Insane. That's Um, true, yeah. Cheetos is a... Are we sticking to drinks? Uh, Because Cheetos is a a Pepsi... uh, Maybe it's the whole... Ooh, what if it's just like, you know, the way that McDonald's has a bunch of characters to represent their different stuff. It's basically that, but we're doing it for Pepsi. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I'm going back to what you had said initially where we're kind of opening up a whole Pepsi universe. Yeah. Doritos is Pepsi. 
Yeah, what, Quaker Oats? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's just oats. Uh, just like a food conglomerate. What do they own? Quaker Oats, like uh, like oatmeal. Uh, That's got to be the stuck-up mayor or something, right? Cause yeah, he looks... it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. But, like, he's lovable because he's part of the product family. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's what Captain Crunch is under. Mr. T cereal. KFC is owned by... Wait, no. Yeah. KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut are owned by Yum, which is a yes. spinoff of PepsiCo. Yeah, because if uh, here in the States, it's like the few fast food places that don't have Coke. They have Pepsi products, basically, because they own them. Very good. So I'm trying to pick which would be our character. Like, which of these are you interested in actually personifying, Jim? Well, I think uh, Mr. Quaker, for sure. And I think you're right. He's more of like a stuck up, like, he's like a a father figure. Mm -hmm. Kind of stuck up and annoying, but he's not like a full on antagonist. You know, he has those sweet moments where you understand, you realize that, oh, he's just from a different time, but he cares. Yeah, Maybe I, he could be a little racist. I'm calling it now. He will be played by Chevy Chase. Uh, yes. <laughs> voice acted by Chevy That's Chase. <laughs> um, so we got Mr. Quaker. Pepsi. We'll figure out uh, more about their character later, I guess. Cheetos. Do they have a... Uh, or Doritos? Maybe we should stick to one from each food group. I don't know. Um, well, because Cheetos has Chester Cheetah already. Is he a... Uh, he's like a leopard or something, right? Yeah, he's a cheetah. That makes sense, Jim. That makes a lot of yeah. sense, and I feel a bit silly. <laughs> Look, English is not my first language. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're allowed. Uh, I mean, he is already a cartoon. I don't know if it's too on the nose if we use him or not, but I mean, that's maybe something season two, season three. Yeah, I hesitate to use ones that have well-defined cartoon. Uh, like, I don't want to use Captain Crunch because then I feel like it's ha- he'd just take over the show. We need to. We're creating new profiles for these brands. I feel right. Yeah. And I think like it will be, I, I think if we go like the adult cartoon, the adult animated market, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's just online, we can go, we can be a little meta sometimes because people watching it understand that this is like a, just a lame merch cash grab. Yeah. But like, that's part of our charm. We're leaning into that. Mm-hmm. So do we go with Dor- Doritos don't have like a, a, a guy, right? There's no Doritos. No, character. no, not that I know of. So it's just a triangular like chip guy, and he just has a face. Or what do you think? Um. Well, let's just let's just make a list of our characters we have, because then we could figure out if we want to go literal with them, sure, or if they're gonna fit a different need. So we're gonna have Pepsi and Dorito. I think they l- might live <laughs> in like Taco Bell. The- Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut can be different towns or something. They they wouldn't make yeah. sense to have us characters because the Pepsi products exist there. So yes. So what about our- what are our other products that we can we can pull from? Um, Lipton. So tea could be like a droll British gentleman. Pepsi, Dorito, Lipton. Oh, it is a British brand of tea. So. Uh, Perfect. Lipton could be like, yeah, dry British gentleman, you know. Uh, Maybe bring some of that dry, uh, ironic wit to the table. And it sounds like, Lipton sounds like a butler, you know. (laughs) Lipton! (laughs) So I think he might be a butler. (laughs) Mountain Dew is another one. I feel like Mountain Dew might be an outdoorsman. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a hiker. 
how many main characters are we gonna have? What's our what's our gang of misfits? Yeah, well, we might want to start wondering about what kind of story we're telling as well. <laughs> well, like, that's I- what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. But I'm trying to think first. Okay, well, if we have our characters, mm. then we can kind of figure out the situation. Let's say it's you know we're we're trying to build something that could have a sitcom structure. So we'd want to have a few different characters with distinct personalities to bounce off each other. Like say it's a Friends, you know, or what have you. Or I guess we mm-hmm. should say it's an eight mile because that's the kind of story we're supposed to tell i almost forgot there for a sec pepsi's got to be the uh m&m of the bunch obviously yeah and i mean i know this isn't really eight mile but i keep picturing that these are like rival summer camps probably because i watched a movie about that (laughs) not too long ago (laughs) okay uh like the pepsi and the rival summer camp is coca-cola or the like Kind of, yeah, and I feel like the eight mile aspect is because it's all about building to like a talent show, like an intercamp talent show. Well, it could be that, but maybe they're just two different schools or different towns. Uh, so they have. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're different. They're different camps, mm. but it's like an intercamp. Uh, like talent show slash competition that they have. Well, the, the only reason summer. I said like schools is that then PepsiCo can be the inner city school and Coca-Cola is like the rich upper uh, class kind of, you know, where we run the world That's school. A, well, I, I'm thinking the same exact thing, but I'm just thinking, I'm trying to get away from, because I think we've done high schools a bunch. So I'm trying to get, a, True. A, I'm trying to get a different, because it's like the same, you can have the same dynamics, mm-hmm. but it being at a different location. It's just um, very like as long as we get eight mile in there uh, some other way, because <laughs> if it's a well, summer camp saying. and they're Pepsi characters, <laughs> but that's how we're getting eight mile in. It's 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 because uh, it's a there's a competition okay. that we're building towards. Right. So we're pulling and we if we have rap like is rapping is central. Then I assume rapping can be essential for sure. Mm. Okay. Because well, otherwise, I mean, it just otherwise. We take away the. We don't need a a setting outside of just putting it in a rap battle. Because mm. I don't. I don't think high school fits eight mile better. No, you're you right. Know? You're right. So it's like we could, but we could take away both, and we can just make it more about uh, not necessarily like a freestyle rap battle, but some sort of performance battle and hustling, like basically to get your ragtag group together for the big performance. I mean, either way, we know we're coming to some sort of end performance, and that's where our eight mile comes into play. I don't know, Jim. I cannot fight the idea of just sticking pretty close to eight mile and, like, imagine the opening scene of eight mile with uh, B-Rabbit, like, jumping there and kind of in the bathroom, but it's a Pepsi can, and he throws up by going, like, and it just spurts all over, like, mom's spaghetti. Like, (laughs) so, yeah, I mean... We'll just do uh, something that's pretty close to that, and we'll have a great story because Pepsi. Okay, like, so then we could just keep it inner city, then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I do love a summer camp story, but uh, no, it's fine. We don't have to use. I was just trying to throw out if, if we're switching up locations, but I think we're deciding on inner city, which is completely fine. Yeah, and I I think if we're doing an Adult Swim sort of thing, the contrast of seeing these brands, which are always represented in cartoony-type characters in an inner-city setting, 
that is interesting and funny, and it also meets the goal of merging these two things. So instead of, you know, Mr. Quaker being, uh, you know, a pompous uh, Quaker, as he's depicted, he can be, like, the the MC who runs the battle, you know, or but he's, like, got tattoos and stuff as well, but he's, I, I don't know, it's, just I adapting. feel like... Yeah. The other characters are inner city characters, but I feel like Mr. Quaker is the same. Is he, okay. <laughs> I think that's a very adult swim thing to do, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But maybe he's uh, like a, a record producer or something who doesn't understand. I think he's I think he's like a grandpa. I think he's like Pepsi's grandpa okay. that he's living with. And um Yeah, like and he's he's the guy that's still in the city. Um, you know, even though like everything's changed around him. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Well, all right. Yeah. If we're going to go inner city, we're going to keep it with like hip hop, not necessarily the freestyle angle. I mean, we can have that, but I'm not so concerned on it, but we'll keep it with hip hop, some sort of performance, uh, competition and just kind of the real life, you know, hardships around that. But let's build our enemies. Then we got a few, we got a few on the hero side. So like, Obviously, we're going to have a Coca-Cola, but what we have to call it something different, but it's very clear that we're we're getting into Coca-Cola here. Yeah, and it would just be a can, I assume. So, uh, yeah. I was going to say Mr. Red, but that sounds more like Red Bull. Um, so, mm. But yeah, Red Bull's like a sporty guy. Uh, I'd say he, he probably appears as a villain. We'll have to call him something else. Do we just not... I mean, Jim, do we... Like calling them something else kind of feels like it betrays the concept a little bit. Uh, but I just feel like if if we got to keep it somewhat, uh, like as far as from our point of view, if we're pitching this, because wouldn't we need Coca Cola to sign off on this? Or not if it falls under parody, though, right? Huh? Parody law, Jim. But are but then aren't we going to have moments where we're like shitting all over these brands? Like, isn't there some sort of pro- I, again? I, I don't know enough about this. I just assume there'd be protection against this, but I could be wrong. Look, Jim, I maybe there's something that will cause this show not to air, and maybe we'll find out next episode what that is. But maybe we should think outside the box and make it as as good as we can within these. But parameters. I'm not even. But I'm not even saying that we have to be that elaborate with the names. Like, even if we just call it like Cocoa Cola or something like that, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, that, that's actually Cocoa. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it, it. It's just. It's just. It doesn't even have to be super clever. It's just changed enough that we're like. All right, Coco. You know, I there you go. He's Coco. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And no, I think Red Bull, Red Bull's a little different because it's something we can get. A, I feel like that's a little different, easier to get away with because mm-hmm. if you just make him a bull character and he's red, like you know what I mean, some yeah. stupid like that. Yep, an actual Red Bull. Um, so the um actual uh antagonists, Coca Cola, and an actual Red Bull. Um, we can think of others as well, but like, what's, what's the conflict about? Is it about winning some sort of performance thing? And also I wanted to ask real quick about the format. Cause I'm imagining these as kind of 10 minute episodes. Yeah, know, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't want it. We can't stretch this too thin. Yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> God, it's, it's, pretty... such, <laughs> it's such a, like such a meager, uh, idea that, yeah, it's, it's going to work much better in smaller bursts eight to 10 minute, like just little mini sods. So it doesn't have, we, like we have a, a, a plot obviously, but it's, you know, we're just doing little vignettes with this overarching plot. Maybe it's like eight episodes or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, and it's all about building towards this, you know, uh, rap competition. Yeah. So, but do we then, so let's maybe say in the first step, <laughs> are we just doing it? Eight, like, cause it can just be very close to eight mile where it starts with PepsiCo. He's going to do a rap battle. And I haven't even thought about the fact, Jim, that we're going to have loads of rap in this where they're like slamming each other's brands and stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be good. <laughs> Well, and it's going to be, yeah, but, it, and it also like their punchlines are going to be, yeah, I mean, it's so lame to even thinking about it, but it's like, you know, I popped fizz, you're flat, like stuff like that. Like, yes. it's all, you know, it's going to be puns about how their, their foods like literally stale yeah. and how their soda's flat and it has no bubbles. And, you know, I'm trying to think who Doritos, like, who are they up against? Like what's, what's a rival chip? A brand. Oh, you're so right. We should. I haven't even thought of it that way. But we should clearly think of of individual like rivals for all of these, and then everyone except um Mr. Quaker can be have like a. Well, even he could have like a rival version, but like so, there's a bunch of kids, right, or teenagers or whatever, or maybe they're older. I don't know. But like Pepsi, uh, Doritos, as you said, Lipton. This is like a crew hanging out. They're the they're the kids on the block, you know, yes. and they're growing up uh, together. So, and then we have another group approaching. That's like all the rival brands, and they each have a version, much like in fucking Shaun of the Dead when they all pass each other. <laughs> yeah. There's just a a version for each of them. So we just have to figure out those different. Uh, relationships because then each different episodes can be about them taking down the other version of themselves. Correct. Absolutely. So Pepsi and Coca-Cola, of course, Coca-Cola. Well, there's Tostitos, but does Pepsi, I think Pepsi owns them. (laughs) Yeah. We can't do that. Can't slam our own brand. We can't make them bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're the good guys. Clearly. Yeah. Cause they're under Frito-Lay. Damn. Pepsi got the lockdown on chips, dude. I know. Who would have thunk it? Okay, I got like a huge... What about Ruffles? I just found a huge matrix of brands here, so I'm going to have a go and see exactly what's underneath these different ones. We're going to find some rivals for our our, our youngsters. Jesus, Frito-Lay also owns Ruffles? Fuck. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Just some of the chips. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got to be Lay's potato chips then. Lay's is owned by Pepsi. Lay's is also owned by... Yeah, they are. Holy shit. What about Pringles? Pringles is, Pringles is it. I think that's it. Doritos versus yeah. Pringles. Uh, oh, fucking yeah. Because that even... Because it could be a guy with a mustache. It's great. Uh, so is, is Red Bull him? going up against Lipton then? Yeah, for sure. Because that... Cause, you get the fucking culture clash of Lipton, yeah. uppity British guy, Red Bull yeah. cool rocker on a skateboard, fucking doing mad stunts on him, and Lipton's just this uptight guy who's like, Nurr! and he's getting coached <laughs> by the rest of the crew all throughout. You're going to beat him at the rap battle at the end of the episode. So every episode builds up to a rap battle, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at Pringles will just be Bringles. <laughs> oh, I wrote you know? Prongles, but <laughs> oh, for, either one of those is good. <laughs> Lipton and Red Bull, I, that's my favorite one so far because their their personalities are so different. For Doritos, I don't really know what Doritos' personality is. Maybe we'll get into that in a sec, though. I mean, I I, I have to go too on the nose. But I feel like it'd be a Latinx personality. Oh yeah, you're right. He raps in Spanish. But that works because Bringles is uh, he's kind of like he's got a what a bow tie. He's like a nerd. He's like a stuck up nerd, right? Yeah, but maybe he's- not a nerd. But he's like he's like very proper. Is there any relationship between the Pringles mascot and Mr. Monopoly? <laughs> it's gotta be. Do they have a like Monopoly, him. an actual Monopoly on crisps <laughs> and property? 
This is fucking a rap. Monopoly property? Pringles, oh, you look yes, like Mr. Monopoly already. with your scratch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I was second guessing this until a little while ago. <laughs> yeah. Now it's all starting to come together. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm excited, Jim, and I want to make this, and I know we can't copyright-wise, but, like, come on. You and me should write the first episode of this. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what, if Quaker Oats would have any other rival, but... That's a good question. He doesn't necessarily have to... He doesn't necessarily have to have, like, a competition, though, because I feel like... I feel like he's just kind of there for... It, he's there for punchlines, like, in just his goofy, disconnected type of way, but also... Uh, there's like wisdom that seeps through. I think I know what that might be. So, so in the initial in the in the pilot episodes, we have uh, w- the first one. We have our crew hanging out on the corner of the block. These kids come up, these other ones, and they're they like own them. You know, they get served, um, and they're gonna have to like uh, at the end of the episode, they go talk to Mister Quaker. Pepsi's at home. He lives with Mister Quaker, who gives him some advice on how to how to own them. And then PepsiCo does a cool rap at the end of his uh, uh, initial episode, sort of thing. So. Mr. Quaker doesn't have his, you know, his anti-self, his evil, there's no evil version of Mr. Quaker until you find out that these other kids also have their own mentor figure, and it's none other than Ronald McDonald. Oh, well, because I actually just found General Mills, but Ronald McDonald will work for sure. But like a fucking janky-ass Ronald McDonald, you know? Well, because, yeah, I guess McDonald's is in league with Coke. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, but you know what? His name, he, he'll be like MC Donald. Yeah, for sure. But his, his name's Ronald. Jim, I didn't even realize for a second how genius that is. You're <laughs> fucking genius. MC it's like, Donald. Are you talking about the MC Donald? Yeah, of course. His name's Ronald. <laughs> so there's in that episode, you don't expect it right because Mr. Quaker, he's given them all this wisdom. Like, when I was a youth, oh, we didn't do any of this. When I saw a rapscallion, I just gave him a slap up the forehead and we showed those black people they couldn't drink from our water fountain. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, he actually, shit pops off because MC Donald's there and he's talking smack to Quaker's kids, right? And Quaker's like, unhand them, you fool! And he comes up and he does a fucking sick ass thing and owns MC Donald. Uh, maybe yeah. in the penultimate They're... episode, right, where MC Donald's come in and he's fucked everything up. But then Quaker shows him what's what. Yeah, because they definitely have some sort of history from back in the day. And yeah, MC Donald is also kind of bankrolling uh, Coco, Red Bull, and Bringles. Yeah, he's um, their mentor. So yeah, this all wor- this is like an easy eight episode arc, sure. ten minute episodes. This is fucking. Easy, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's great because, the, and then it like, um, I mean, just because we have this initial eight episodes building up to the big competition showdown, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean that there's not more to this story down the line because we start bring like once we get people hooked, then we they, everyone's like, oh, what other brand are they gonna do a take on? Yeah. Who are they gonna bring in? Who are they gonna like mess around with? Um. So, going back then with Pepsi, Doritos, and Lipton. So, uh, well, are, I mean, do we have any female characters? I, I, I know we question. don't, and it's a problem. I think Doritos might be female. I don't see why not. Doritos could be female, absolutely. All right, yeah. so Doritos. So now, I mean, I guess with a cartoon like this, we don't have to worry about 
a will they won't they so it's not like we have pepsi and doritos as a will they won't they or at the very least not in this first season maybe that's something we can we can explore down the line I but think it's not important. Might, well, Jim, you say that, but I, I don't know if we can hesitate writing in a love triangle because can you fucking imagine how bad Doritos goes with a cup of tea? But maybe Lipton <laughs> is in love with Doritos, but he has to re- like his arc is realizing that that doesn't work together. What works with Doritos is Pepsi. All right. I mean, we could all we could down the line we could bring in a Mountain Dew and we could flip the script and have Mountain Dew be female. You're, um, good point. I think we might need more characters just to pad this fucking thing anyway. Uh, although we do have six of them right now, or fucking yes. if we count MC Donald. But but I do, uh, Mountain Dew is very uh, prolific, and if we own Pepsi for this, then it should, like, I feel like Mountain Dew should be in it, right? Oh, uh, wait, actually, no. Well, Mountain Dew should be in it. The Clearly, the, the love interest for Pepsi is Aquafina, and it, I think it might be another female Latinx... <laughs> Okay, Aquafina I don't know what Aquafina is. We don't have that in my it's, country. It's bottled water, okay. but it's owned by Pepsi. Uh, but I feel like they're Aquafina, not. I don't feel like they're going to work out. <laughs> it's Aquafina is definitely still a spicy Latinx. Um, Why? Because it sounds like, a little bit like it. <laughs> yeah, it just it just feels right, man. Okay. I'm letting the characters speak to me. I mean, I don't uh, know if that's more or less racist than me going, yeah, Doritos. It's like a spicy Latinx. I think there's no way we can navigate this well, Jim. But I'm only doing, like, I'm not doing it in a way of um, of that it sounds like it. I'm doing it in a way of, like, we this this Pepsi would be attracted to a spicy Latinx character. I just Jim, know it's this. it's water. Thing. Water's not spicy. Aquafina's got to be a nerd. No, but Aquafina, Aquafina, it's water, right? But the Aquafina, the, the design of the character, it's got it's got bulges in all the right places. That's why she's a spicy Latinx curvy figure. Okay. Well, I feel like I mean maybe this is my own uh, prejudice against bottled waters, but I feel like PepsiCo might be lusting after Aquafina, but realizes at the end that Pepsi and Doritos go great together. I stick by this. This is my yeah. ship anyway. But or you don't think like a like a, a nice Samoan Hawaiian girl by the name of Dole is gonna come through and. Cause some trouble between Pepsi and Aquafina and Doritos. I mean, Dole is, uh, yeah, problematic <laughs> because they were instrumental in the annexation of Hawaii and uh, having it being taken over there by uh, the United States. But uh, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't want Dole to be a character of this just because it's very like Banana Republic Central. Uh, but yeah. then most brands are, are have some negative affiliation. I mean, Brisk is clearly uh, Pepsi's ex-girlfriend stuck up like rich girl. Again, these are. I'm sorry, I have to Google these as you go. But uh, what is Brisk like? A fruity, fruity drink. Brisk is also like a like an iced tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. interesting. Um, do any of these female characters have any agency, Jim? What does Doritos? Of want? course, of course. Okay, so we have. The- that's okay, all I'm gonna say. Asked and answered. Of course they do. <laughs> oh, great. Moving on. Uh, are these female characters strong? Of course they are. <laughs> this is a boardroom uh, quote. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They're super strong female characters. Don't you worry. Here's one of them flexing. Uh, okay. Look, uh, Jim. We got the. Th- okay. Here's what I think. Right. We have the three main um, oppositions in this. The the rivalries, uh, which are cross branded, and then we have other characters that are within the Pepsi brand. So again, to reiterate, we have Pepsi 
uh, versus Coca-Cola. Um, that's like the main rivalry of the show, obviously. Uh, so Coca-Cola is probably like also, uh, you know, interested in Aquafina or whatever, just to heighten the stakes. Yes, uh, for sure. But but setting that aside, we have Doritos, um, versus Bringles, uh, and Lipton versus Red Bull, which we should rename to something. Blue Bull? Or is it, do we just keep, what, what, what do we call them? Um, hmm. Red Bully. He's a Red Bully. Yeah, that's great. Um, so... The three of them, right, each of them gets a separate episode that culminates in a rap battle between them um, that resolves their issues. Uh, and same with Mr. Quaker versus MC MC Donald, uh, which is like the penultimate episode, right, as they're getting into this big fight. Because MC Donald comes in and he owns Pepsi, Doritos, Lipton, uh, who are part of this rap troupe. And then Mr. Quaker tells him what's what so that the battle can go ahead as planned, right? Perfect. Yes. Um, yeah. But the thing then, so the rest of the characters are kind of side characters, I'll, I'll call them. And we may have like an episode or two with them sort of padding the stories just so that every episode doesn't end with a massive rap battle, like so it's not too formulaic. So Aquafina, well, Pepsi being yeah, in love and with like, her. I think like you said, because it's not always ending in a rap battle, but like mm-hmm. even like the first one ends with just more Pepsi like rapping, like just show, like not even to anyone, just kind of with himself and us, the Ooh, audience. Yeah. So we just so we understand that he has skills but also you know playing again off the eight mile thing he doesn't have a lot of confidence and he gets very nervous like as far as like a uh, like a real performance so we could build off of that where everyone else might even be kind of goofing on him even his friends goof on him a little bit or they're trying to push him in the right direction and then we see him in a private moment and we see that he has the skills that he doesn't realize the power of his own talent I, I, that's so good because it, what's that show that's like about a um white jewish rapper guy who's awkward. oh dave dave the first episode of dave ends with like he, he, all episode he's been like oh no i can't just rap on command or whatever and then at the end of the first episode he raps and it's actually good uh and yes. i feel like that's kind of the arc we see there where pepsi doritos and lipton are hanging out just on the side of the the curb or whatever or they're really excited about an upcoming show or what have you uh, from some artist that they're all impressed with but then there's a rap battle to like open for this big artist uh there's gonna be this big event coca-cola bringles and red bully overhear them like ha you think you have skill and they just casually own them and maybe doritos tried to, to spit a verse back or whatever but they just laugh and walk off and uh, lipton's like yeah, way to help us out, Pepsi. And he's like, Ugh. and then he talks to Mr. Quaker, right? And yep. uh, gets some of his confidence back or whatever. And then, as you say, end of first episode, because it's just 10 minutes. We can't fit in that much stuff. He's like in his yeah. own room. We see like a poster of the artist who's big, who's going to be performing. Probably MC Donald, right? Because MC Donald, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That, actually, that's not bad because we can even have MC Donald. Oh, that's perfect. Because, yeah, we can have MC Donald be like, like a hero to Pepsi. Yeah. And he, so he aspires to, and he doesn't realize like a, it's very similar to his own arc of realizing the own talent he has in himself. And then he, when he sees Quake, his, uh, his grandpa Quaker, yeah. like really kick some ass and on, on a hero, like the never meet your heroes thing. When he finally does read M- meet MC Donald, MC Donald's a piece of shit and he doesn't live up to Pepsi's, expectations plus he's in with his rival gang and then it's like seeing the in his own inner talent by seeing it through the people around him like 
You people are like, oh, this is a goofy Adult Swim ten minute animated show. No, we got themes, bro. We got themes and arcs. We we got a story yeah. to tell while we're <laughs> selling you the coke and chips. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, no, I I do love that because maybe then you know you we we flip it. The last episode doesn't end with him winning in a huge climax. You know, maybe Pepsi and his friends win in like the next to last episode, or maybe Pepsi like goes over to the dark side maybe as he joins uh the other side and reps with them or whatever but point is in the last episode uh coca-cola and bringles have talked to mc donald and he's like yeah fuck this kid and he starts rapping shit against pepsi who and it's his fucking hero and he just gets owned yes. by his hero on stage but he again he's tongue-tied just like in the first episode fucking reconnecting those dots and then mr quaker comes and drops his cane like dro- and drops a sick verse on mc donald and Pepsi joins in and they're all rapping at these this fucking scoundrel and they run him out of town because this is fucking Pepsi country, bitch. And that's what Co and PepsiCo stands for. Pepsi Country, name of the show. I think you actually, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Pepsi Country. <laughs> uh and yeah, okay, so we do end season one on a victory then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because they drive M- M- MC Donald out of there. It turns out he was evil all along. But I, yeah, I think you're right. So, but but then if we continue, then because we could do the classic thing, where then season two ends on a somber note, like you said, whether it be Pepsi like getting too full of himself and joining with the vil- with like the vil- the villains, or with MC MC Donald comes back hat in hand and seems like maybe he's. Uh, changed a new leaf but it turns out he's actually still evil all along type shit and he gets pepsi on his side he he comes back and he's like look kid you're really talented i know we had our beef but i want to sign you and like make you part of so this is like an uh an alternate world where pepsi starts appearing in mcdonald's you know but it's wrong and then we have maybe uh in season two we can introduce more characters like the colonel maybe because fucking imagine the trailer for season two and the trailer ends with like the silly Silhouette of KFC, you know, the colonel in there, and he's yeah. going to be a character in season two. And who's he voiced by? Like some famous guy. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, yeah, imagine. I mean, and I, is, I don't know if this is too obvious because you did mention casting, but is Donald Glover our Pepsi? He's got to be, right? Jim, we do try to cast him every time, but I feel the like. Only, I, I, you're right. We do, but just because the music part of it. I mean, the guy can sing and rap, so he fits the mold, you know? Jim, he's fucking my dream casting for this. Now, I'm imagining this show to be a little bit too small for Donald Glover. Okay. But I would fucking love to have Donald Glover as Pepsi. I would love it. All right. Who else else could we get if we don't get Donald Glover? Who's like an up... I mean, I guess we're not the ones to answer this question. Like, who's an up-and-coming rapper? (laughs) <laughs> that would make sense. Um, um, what was the name of that show again? The nerdy guy? I feel like he'd do it. Oh, Dave? Yeah, I feel like Dave would do it. Dave would do it, but I feel like... Uh, Little Dicky. I feel like we'd gonna go away... F- I, I feel like we'd go away from a white... Uh, a casting a white person for this role. Yeah. I, I don't mean that in any... No, It you're just right. doesn't feel... It just... I, 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 I'm not even trying to goof. It just doesn't feel like it'd be a white actor in this role. Well, in that case... Little Dicky, aka Dave, plays Coca Cola. Yeah, no, I could see that because because I think Quaker, like you said, could, is Chevy Ch- Chevy Chase. Yeah, because that fits. But yeah, I feel like okay, we can get we can get Coco can be Dave because well, Dave can be either um, 
Coco or MC Donald? Which one do you think? MC Donald kind of would be cool as well as him. We have to also think of other rappers because all of these people should be rappers, really. <laughs> yeah, they basically it's gonna be all rappers. Um, Someone rapping like because I'm I'm still super excited about uh, Lipton being totally like fucking destroyed by the Red Bully, uh, who's fucking <laughs> gnarly as fuck. Rolls it up on a skateboard, boombox, does extreme stunts while Lipton stammering out his semi verse. But then at the end, Lipton owns him uh, all the same, you know, because he's a fucking gentleman. He, this is all like epic rap battles of history stuff. People rapping as weird things is basically the idea that yeah. this is and having. Lipton the brand like he can team up with Kermit you know the meme of Kermit sipping the thing there'll be references to that (laughs) (laughs) I mean do you think we get Lil Uzi Vert to be Pepsi I don't know who that is but probably all my friends are dead oh yeah I do know that one from Jim and them your podcast yeah Uh, yeah, sure I mean (laughs) when I googled him first thing I thought when I saw him was that's our Pepsi so (laughs) I wonder if we could get future to be red bully I think he fits. Yeah, think, I think big. I think Future would be a great red bully. <laughs> okay, who's Drake then? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like Bringles might be... Uh, no, he's too fancy. Is, is Drake Bringles? <laughs> Drake could be Bringles, I bet. I think that could work. Because he's, like fa- he's a fancy guy. And again, if we can't get these actors, we'll go to Fiverr and find someone who does a Drake impression yeah. and they can do it. See, it'd you know, be, it'd... like at the very least, it'd be a Drake type. Yeah. Cardi B would have to be Doritos then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cardi B. Maybe Meg the Stallion, I guess. So Doja Cat is Aquafina then. Actually, yeah, that's perfect. And yeah. we could totally get Doja Cat. Yeah. She'd be perfect for that. I mean, she. I'm sorry that she doesn't have an actual story in this. We're trying to juggle a lot of brands at once here, and we kind of well, don't have much time left, but yeah. <laughs> Some of these is a promise for the future, though, as well. Yeah, very true. And I guess, did we get anyone for Lipton? No, we should figure Lipton out, because I feel like he's a mainish character. And you know what? Maybe um, MGK for Lipton? Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> um, again, I need to look these things up, Jim. Or we could get uh, Macklemore. Yeah, Macklemore! That's great! Yeah. <laughs> Macklemore is Lipton. <laughs> but he has to do a British accent or he won't be allowed on the yeah. show. <laughs> I'm putting down Macklemore with a British accent. Yeah, with British accent. I, I did, before I forget, I want to ask, should it be Pepsi Country or Pepsi County? Um, what do you think? Oh, I like Pepsi County better. Yeah. Because it... it I'm. I live in Ireland, so Co is actually short for county. So this makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Pepsi. So county. now, all right. W- what are we deciding on with Lil Dicky? Is he going to be MC Donald or Coco? Uh, I guess he'll be Coco, because maybe we get. In, we need to get an older person to be MC Donald. Yeah, like Ice T. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Jim, I know we always say we want to watch these shows, but I really want to watch this show. And I'm pretty sure I would want to write it too and just do the whole thing. <laughs> and so did we say Drake for Bringles? Yeah. Wow, what a fucking cast, dude. And honestly, I mean, I know some of these are obviously big names. So we got Pepsi behind us. We got a big yeah. corporation. 
and it's it's not like live action. They just got to come in for like a day of voiceover work. I'm sure they could cut a, a, a nice check where everyone would be happy on that. Well, we're not like paying actor role money. So, I mean, we might be able to stick with that Donald Glover for Pepsi. Um, if we're going, uh, that's a fucking work. hashtag. Forget Donald Glover for Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we got Drake for Bringles. He's just gonna yeah. come in, do one day in the in the in the old booth. Yeah, because I imagine Bringles maybe with his mustache, he's always like, hur, 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 hur. but then when he shaves it, he sounds like Drake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, this is a great cast. This is a great setup for a first season with limitless possibilities. Absolutely. And I feel like, so we haven't talked about the setting and whatever, but it's like inner city animated. You you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. that's what that's the feeling we want is like a fucking background is like Boondock Saints. And then, uh, yeah, foreground is like Aqua Teen F- Hunger Force. Uh, like, oh, I guess we should uh, talk about, <laughs> does Pepsi have arms and legs? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um... I kind of feel like no, it's just the can. <laughs> I mean, that probably makes it way easier to animate. Although it's yeah. got to have like a face and a mouth somehow. Yeah, yeah, it has a face for sure. Face and a mouth. Yeah, forget the legs and arms. This takes longer to animate. Um, we'll just go with like it's a can, but it's pretty expressive, you know. And it'll like yep. obviously shift and stretch and squash and all that good stuff. Um, so that yeah, that and then makes we got sense. like a bag of Doritos. Well, I don't know, because the, well, again, this is probably my sexism, but I'm like, well, clearly Doritos is just one chip and then, like, a hot woman body Oh, a chip. Yeah, they were right. Yeah, maybe I guess it could be one chip. Then I guess her name's just Dorito. Yeah. It's not Doritos. Singular. Yeah. Yeah. So she, (laughs) yeah, but maybe, okay, so because the animation style was still figuring it out, I feel like her head is an actual Dorito that we've like scanned or photographed and it animates like a fucking uh you know uh Canadian in South Park but she you know she looks hot uh but it animates yes. like moves up and down and then underneath is just like uh someone in like a tracksuit inspired by a Doritos bag I mean if she's just a Dorito she might have like lady legs and arms yeah that's what I'm saying Oh, okay, all right. You were okay. Then yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm picturing it. It's like it's the classic. She's got the lady legs and arms, and also has like pouty lips and like long eyelashes. So that's how you understand that's a hot Dorito. <laughs> but of course, everyone knows that if something's just a can, it's clearly male. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, the can ma- is a male. Get, do you understand? Female is ep- exception from the norm, right? So we always assume <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it's a male if nothing else is mentioned. Um, uh. Right, so that's cool. And Lipton, I believe, is so that's just a tea bag. Is he just a tea bag? Or I kind of like the idea of a lot of them being kind of looking a bit like humans, but Pepsi's just the can, you know? So he's our hero, but he's just a can. And the others are a bit humanized. Where Lipton, I was imagining like some butler, like some nerd ass looking kid with a yellow, like, I don't know, logo or whatever. I think that works. It's even funnier because it's Macklemore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean Coco is also a can. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. Coco is a can. And Red Bully is uh Red Bull. So we already know that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Bringles. So is Bringles f- also a chip? <laughs> or I've I mean Bringles is probably just has the head from the Pringles can, right? And then yeah. he's a can. I, mean, underneath. I guess it could be I I could just be the can with the head then. 
Yeah, let's do. You're right. Let's do that. Yeah. Keep it simple. Bringles. Uh, I do kind of want to touch on a side character just before we wrap up Mountain Dew because I feel like there's potential there. Did we uh, figure out what Mount, Mountain Dew might be, even if they are not? Into, we threw out control? a few ideas, but I guess yeah, we can go away from the lady idea because there's a couple other options for ladies. Yeah, you only need two anyway in any good show. Yeah, as long as they have agency, which they yeah. do. And as long as you have 18 male characters, as long as the two female characters never talk to each other about anything other than the males, it's fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe, you know what? We don't have to figure out Mountain Dew. I, I just figured it's such a big brand. I would love to get a handle on it. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we should not try to tarnish our perfect record because I think this is pretty much a perfect show already. Well, actually, you know what? I mean, now that you bring it up, Mountain Dew clearly is the character that comes in that everyone thinks is cool but it's mm-hmm. not a villain, but then our main character, Pepsi, gets jealous of type deal. So and, she's and he's, a he, there are. Yeah, um, now it's a he again. But, I just, but he also, like, he's not, like, even a dick to Pepsi. It's just Pepsi's threatened by this new cool character. It'd be one yeah. of those. So it's Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mountain yeah, Dew is Faith. exactly. Yeah. But it makes and sense because uh, Mountain Dew can also just be a can, you know? So we know that if yeah. they're a can, they're like a main character. <laughs> yeah, it's just now it's a green can or whatever. And also, yeah. um, like kind of almost similar maybe to what you were saying. Maybe he's an outdoorsy, like kind of country boy or something that comes into the city, but people are like enamored with this uh, different outlook or something. This is all season. This is later on shit, though. We already know our main thing is for season one. Mountain Dew probably introduces a lot of weed to these characters and gets high as fuck yes. with them. Um, yes, that's perfect. And no one wants to rap with uh, Pepsi anymore. They just want to hang out with uh, Mountain Dew and get high. You know, we can touch on a lot of important topics. <laughs> and you know, I already cast Mountain Dew. It's Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I think we pretty much nailed it already. We know what it's called. Pepsi County. Um, yeah, Pepsi PepsiCo, and I mean, fuck, what, Jim? Let's just after the call, let's just write this. Um, yeah, make it as <laughs> I already got say. the first. <laughs> we already got the first season. We already got the major beats. We just got to fill in the uh, the rest. Fuck yeah! All right, well, th- you're welcome for coming along. If you have any thoughts on how we can improve this even further, you can always uh, hit us up at uh, showswhatyouknow.com uh, or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are much appreciated. Uh, but I think before we wrap up, then that's pretty much it. Except there's there's just one more thing, Jim. Oh, what's that? We've proved it again. Writing is easy, and, and ideas, ideas are cheap. cheap.